What's up, brother? And welcome to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'm Johnny King, and I'm a life enthusiast, growth mentor, and men's lifestyle fulfillment coach. I've dedicated my life to helping men who feel like they're just not living up to their full potential to level up and become the king of their kingdoms. So whether you've been feeling stuck or numb or extremely angry with not living up to your greatest potential in any area of your life, then I'll be in your ears every week dropping some truly transformative episodes to help you become a man that you're proud to be. I'm glad you're here. Let's get to it. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, something I want to talk about today is, man, we all get in our own ways, right? We all struggle. We all have these things. And I think the hard part about um, being a human being, fucking A, is when we know we're being, um, when we're not achieving something that we really want, right? But we don't exactly know what it is precisely that's blocking us. Um, and it's not to say like, you know, everyone has their own challenges. I know as a coach, having done it for over 10 years, um, it's so much easier, of course, to see the challenges, uh, within a client of mine than it is to see my own challenges, right? We have our own blind spots, hundred percent. And so I... I bring it up because um, I remember when I first was being led to start my my first business. I, I was working on my first website. This was shortly after my divorce in 2010. Um, I really kind of knew that I was not going to become an overnight, you know, internet sensation in terms of like being a an amazing like internet marketer. Although I had created this website, lose100poundsforgood.com. And written this huge workbook that I've been working on for months. And uh, I literally sold one $49 workbook ever in in like the history of having that website up for years, right? I was so scared. Scared. Um, (laughs) And so, um, you know, this was when I had already quit my corporate job. I was living off of credit cards, ultimately going almost nearly $40,000 in debt over the course of like a year, year and a half. And at the time, I kind of didn't give a fuck about anything. You know, my heart was broken. I was reeling, kind of picking up the, the, the pieces from a broken marriage. And I was kind of like, you know, financial ruin, you know, personal bankruptcy. Like, that's the, the least of my fears, right? This is coming off of, you know, 2008 when uh, everyone and her grandmother, <laughs> my my some of my family members, other people, a lot of friends, they all had gone like bankrupt. Like a lot of people had lost themselves in um, the real estate bubble, so to speak. And so the idea of going personally bankrupt was like, okay, no big deal. Like whatever, right? However, um, I was so kind of on fire about truly creating, being intentional about my lifestyle. Because I had, prior to my divorce, everything on paper that I thought I always wanted. And I was deeply unfulfilled, right? Um, and so the divorce was a really good wake-up call to, be, to me being like, did I even really want those things? And, and half, of, you know, half of the things on my checklist, I didn't want. 
I was like, why was I even so fucking like committed to those things? And, and I don't even ultimately want them. That's what led me to, to quit my job and that sort of thing. So over the course of that, uh, that summer, that was probably the, the worst six months of my life. Um, really, really dark times. You know, I'd have a lot of conversations and so I'm having a conversation with my, my older brother and he's like, dude, like you've always enjoyed working out. You've always been an athlete. You, you, you just have this thing for being in the gym. Why don't you be a personal trainer? And I was like, no, like it's just the, the, the business model still doesn't make sense. I, I, I've, you know, been in the gym for so long. No, like very few personal trainers really look like they're enjoying themselves. You know, they're like a glorified rep counter. Uh, they just count people's reps. They, you know, stand there with their Starbucks coffee in hand and kind of just walk from station to station and they do their thing and they wake up early and train and they stay out late and train. But during the mid mid part of the day, it's, it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. You know, they, people are working, so there's not a whole lot of people being trained. And then if someone were to ghost you or not show up for an appointment, you lose that hour, you don't make any income. Like it just, the, the business model in and of itself didn't make sense. So it wasn't until... Uh, my buddy Lewis sent me, you know, an info product that the light bulb went off where I could, I could be rather one-to-one. I was one-to-many. Okay. So with the boot camp, and ultimately within, you know, two years, maybe I grew it to being one of those mega boot camps and ultimately opening a couple of different locations, uh, around St. Louis. Um, and it was just a lot able, a lot easier to scale. Right. Now I say that, because I still had in mind the ultimate like vision for what I wanted to create in my life. And don't get me wrong, it's not like all parts of my life are super crystal clear. It's still not. I still, well, and things change as we get older and we get more mature and we realize some things, like I said earlier, that we're pursuing aren't actually the things that we want to pursue, right? Um, because at the end of the day, what we're, what we're really pursuing is not so much the things we're pursuing the feeling, right? I was watching uh, Man in the Arena recently, Tom Brady on Disney Plus, the, like the eight-part series or whatever. Uh, I'm a fan of Tom Brady just because I like, uh, and like Michael Jordan, Tiger Woods, you know, what, regardless of kind of what they do off the field per se, like I just really appreciate like how committed they are to their craft. They're committed to excellence, Right. So I was watching this thing with with Tom Brady and uh, found it interesting how he prepared, how he took on his work, how he got better and better over the years, right? And his preparation uh, and the way that he took care of himself got more and more systematized, right? Systematized, not systemized, systemized, systematized, system whatever. <laughs> so what I, what I love though, is like so many of the guys in the show overall, the course of like their Super Bowl wins and appearances at the Super Bowl, they all were chasing that feeling of absolute, uh, elation, celebration, like exhaustion, uh, approval, validation, worthiness, legacy, whatever word you want to associate to that they would feel once they won the Super Bowl, right? It wasn't about the money, although I'm sure that some of that helped for, for a lot of them. 
Um, it was about the feeling that they experienced at the end of a hard-fought season, right? So I use that as an example of like, we actually, none of us actually want the, the thing ultimately that we're seeking. We want the feeling that we believe the thing will bring us, right? So the things may change throughout our lives and that's okay. For me, a huge part of the feeling that I desire uh, as a part of me wanting to become a king is a feeling of, a feeling of, how do I put it into words? Like, well, for one, um, self-esteem, like security. I want to feel that I am enough, right? And I know inherently that success buying things, getting things, none of that will actually bring me the feeling of self-esteem or security in myself that I ultimately want, which is why I continually, since 2009, I pour into myself, literally, as, as you're listening to this, potentially on the day that this came out, I am in a men's initiation retreat down in Austin, Texas, with my homeboy, Traver Boehm, uh, with his Man on Civilized Nation, because I'm committed to, to getting to the end of my life, if not long before the end of my life, uh, and being in a place of complete like wholeness. I want to experience life where I don't doubt myself anymore, and I'm able to love every moment, and to appreciate uh, life in all its simplicity and complexity and grandeur, right? And so I just want to be able to love myself and thus be able to love others. And I certainly do, right? But not to the extent as I know I'm capable of loving. I've certainly made a lot of progress, don't get me wrong. So I'm not beating myself up, but I know there's more. So I say all that. Um, Why do I say all that? (laughs) <laughs> as I lose my train of thought, I, I say all that because that's really what I'm committed to creating at the end of the day, right? And so I've had this vision of what I want to feel. I want to be uh, in love with my spouse. I want to have kids. I want to have time freedom, financial freedom. I want to have physical freedom, relational freedom, spiritual freedom. I Ultimately, that's that's the whole idea concept behind becoming kings is about each of us figuring out what it means for each of us to be kings of our own kingdoms, right? It's not about me really telling you how you should be as a man. It's really about you paving your own way, right? Paving your own path. And so given all that, I, even though like things have changed throughout the years, um, that's a big part of why I leaned into that bootcamp business because it made a lot more sense towards being able to train 150 people each morning over the course of two hours versus me not even being able to remotely come close to training 150 people in a month, you know, or maybe a month's time if I were to do one-on-one personal training, okay? I say all this to set up the the whole idea that... um, I want you to focus on like, what is that you ultimately, ultimately want? Okay. And a lot of times we get stuck in our head like, well, what is it? Do I want a boat? Do I want a mansion? 
do I want this? Do I want like, no, what's actually the, the emotions? What's actually the, the feelings that you want to experience? Like I told you, I want to feel joy. I want to laugh a lot. I want to feel uh, joy and uh, a sense of like humility, but like a sense of self pride in that humility of, of how I show up in my life. I want to be surrounded by loved ones. I want to dance and play and listen to music and go to concerts. I want to experience all that life has to offer, but I want to not be stressed out to where I'm uh, detached from being in the present moment. Okay. So that's really a big part of what I'm driven by. And I think a big part of my, honestly, my reluctance and fear of truly stepping into growing my men's coaching business um, is because there's a part of me that has felt like um, I would be erecting the like the walls of my own prison. Um, because again, the more work that I do on myself, the more I don't care about being um, in the limelight or a figurehead or the center of attention as it relates to like my personal brand. But that's like the fucking point of a personal brand, right? Is like people get to know, like, and trust you as a person. And like, that's cool. And I get that. But I think there's been a part of me that has been resistant or that like, um, that again, doesn't feel like a great business because you have to continually show up. <laughs> I, let me speak for myself, I have to continually show up to put out content, to uh, to have coaching calls, to work with clients, to create uh, programs, you know, like all of that is, is cool and I love it in many regards, but in some regards I do feel like, uh, I should say on the other side of the coin, there's been some conflicts of value wondering if that's going to actually take me away from being present and honoring the husband and father that I ultimately want to be in the future, right? One of my biggest wounds was not having my father around. And, uh, and although I'm super close with my dad and I love him dearly now, like that doesn't negate that I was deeply wounded when I was a little boy. And so I, I, I want to uh, use that as motivation to be the best husband and father that I can be in the future. Um, and I'm, and I think deep down inside, I'm really scared about creating a business that would require my time and my presence to, uh, to sustain or support my family. I don't want to be elsewhere. And granted again, like there's a part of it where, you know, there's all these kind of conflicting thoughts. And I think I say this because I hope like, not that you're going to have the same conflicting thoughts, but you probably struggle through things similarly in different things. You know, like that is the, the, the foundation of quote unquote self-sabotage is when we want one thing that goes in one direction. And then we want something else that kind of takes us in the opposite direction. So then which one do you pursue? You can't go to, in two different directions at the same time, Right. And so when things start to align and you realize, oh, they're going in the right direction, that's when we can haul ass and we can create tons of change and progress in our lives, right? Again, I say all this because uh, 
and sorry for rambling on yet again another episode, but I hope you you're tracking what I'm I'm putting down here, picking up what I'm putting down, is that a it's important to know what it is that you ultimately are seeking. What are you ultimately really wanting to feel, right? And then you can choose what's the best vehicle. Uh, B, what's the best vehicle for you to accomplish that feeling, right? So for me, I feel like uh, a personal brand, a coaching business, all that stuff is great. I do know I overcomplicate things. I make things way much more probably difficult than they need to be. And if I just could just, you know, have the alignment and go, I'd be so much further along than I am now, but you know what, like without beating myself up or being too judgmental, it is what it is. Clearly there's something that I need to learn here. Right. Um, and so it's been interesting. I've thought about, and and I've talked about, uh, previously, I've thought about completely (laughs) at times throwing my business away, like literally stopping everything, stopping this podcast. Uh, this was like literally two weeks before I launched my book. I wasn't going to launch my book. I was going to stop doing all of my men's meetings, my men's coaching. I just wanted to be done because not that I wanted to be done with coaching and that I didn't like working with men. I love working with men. I love coaching. I just wanted the pain to stop. And so I inherently knew, you know, like, well, let's be honest. Like I might feel some sense of like initial relief, but then I would probably feel shame uh, right along with it or shortly right behind it, right? Like shame because it got hard and I gave up, right? So I've been thinking about like, okay, well then what is it? Because it seems like I can't totally double down on my business because I'm obviously have some conflicting values and I'm sabotaging my own success. Um, But I've been looking at other ways to create income because I ultimately, like I said, I want to have financial freedom and I'm still figuring out this whole, you know, business of creating value to, to be paid through, you know, coaching. I want it to be a win-win. I want it to change men's lives, but I also want to put food on the table, right? And yet I feel like if shit really were to hit the fan, which it kind of did, kind of, <laughs> which it totally did during COVID, um, I know some coaches totally boomed. For me, it was the worst income year over the past like 10 plus years. It was a really, really shitty year income-wise. So I had to kind of lean heavily on a bunch of my Airbnb properties, right? Not during uh, COVID, obviously, because those weren't really going. Um, but I had enough you know, savings and whatnot to, to make it through 2020. But then 2021, I've really been, uh, I had relied on my Airbnb income. So that was good, right? Like, doesn't require me to show up and do much for those investment properties. Like, okay, cool. Um, I looked at Airbnb arbitrage, you know, to look at scaling that business. I haven't fully leaned into that, although I like that. Well, like, and I hope I'm not uh, shooting myself in the foot and, and jinxing myself. But uh, I'm always kind of looking for ways to to diversify and to minimize my risk, right? So I've got my coaching business that's really dependent upon me and my time showing up. It can be a very kind of uh, labor-intense business, um, although it's also deeply connected to my sense of like fulfillment. Um, like I love doing this podcast and and all the various other things that I do for for men in my community. Uh, but I also love real estate, and so that's really really cool. But uh, 
next week, uh, I'm actually closing on a new business. Um, and it's a very blue collar business. Maybe I'll talk about it more in the, in the future. Um, but until I close and get things going, you know, I'm a little apprehensive of letting the, the cat out of the bag. Um, but it's a very like brick and mortar kind of simple blue collar business, um, that, that could potentially have tons of growth potential, uh, very, very high margins. And it's another potentially kind of recession proof type business. And to me, I'm like, okay, like, again, this is another business that won't require me necessarily to show up every single day um, because it already has a couple of employees that are doing a bunch of the, the work. But I'm looking at like, what are my strong suits? My, my strengths are, you know, managing people, um, working with teams, leading, um, coming up with processes and procedures for various things. Um, kind of working a business into being extremely efficient, um, sales, marketing, various, various other things, right? Um, and this business doesn't fly in the face of my biggest fears, <laughs> kind of like how my coaching business does. Um, my coaching business requires me to show up as the man that I'm proud to be and who I'm committed to being every single day. And sometimes that's like very triggering, you compare that with real estate or other businesses like the one that I'm buying, um, it's very kind of emotionless. <laughs> it's just very much like uh, straightforward. And so again, I say this because um, it's allowed me already to feel a greater sense of um, peace, of uh, alignment, of uh, there's like resistance that has been kind of uh, or weight that's been lifted off my shoulders and so again my thought was initially like I'm going to either quit my business coaching business or I'm going to go all in the thought of taking on another business (laughs) and managing that business and uh, you know and having employees all stuff never really occurred to me until I started watching this this woman on Instagram and she was talking about all these blue collar non-sexy businesses, you know, like a car wash or a laundromat or ATMs or, um, you know, storage units, parking garages. I'm like, damn, those are fucking like that. Okay. Which led me to ultimately finding an opportunity. Right. And so again, this is not a podcast to just tell you, you know, all the great things I'm up to. I'm really, I hope you, you sense it and feel it in my, my heart. I'm, I'm essentially, I want to use me as an example of like, okay. Uh, cause I think you and I are both on the path to like creating whatever it is that we want to create. Don't compare yourself with me, compare yourself with yourself. Like, what do you want to, what do you want to create? What's the feeling that you ultimately want? Right? So this is a business where, you know, hopefully it'll, you know, knock on wood, everything goes according to, to plan and I close and, uh, then I can really lean into to creating more income through it. It'll give me some more financial breathing room in various ways for me to reinvest into my coaching business, into my real estate business, investing in other properties. Maybe uh, the whole idea is to get this business up and running and then I'll buy another business. And just over the next 10, 20, 30 years to keep kind of acquiring businesses that are all kind of diversified so that we have another pandemic or we have another world war. Or we have shit like... Um, that my income won't go away, you know? So my stress levels can stay low 
to a certain extent. Um, in the same way that like, like my health, right? I take really good care of my health, but that doesn't mean I don't like binge from time to time. You know, anyone that knows me well enough knows that I love pizza. <laughs> I can crush home baked goods like the best of us. Um, but I limit myself so that when I eat those things, it doesn't ruin my health long term, right? And the whole idea is the same type of premise where if you have enough income coming in, if you have enough diversified um, businesses, then you can have a pandemic and it's an inconvenience maybe, or maybe it's yeah, even like maybe you totally thrive. Maybe one of your businesses totally thrives. But I feel like, again, um, you know, again, you, this may not be the, the best. Well, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to judge it. I was going to say this might not be the best episode for someone who is an entrepreneur. But let's be honest, like you could have a, a day job and be making some good money. But at some point, dude, the, the time of you trading, you know, your time for a paycheck is going to come to an end and you're going to want to retire. What, what do you have set up beyond that that will allow you to continue to maybe grow your income, to have quality of life so that you can really enjoy um, every moment, right? So that's ultimately what I'm getting at. If you get clear about what it is that you ultimately want to feel, then you need to really start looking at what are the various vehicles, and there's so many. There's probably limitless vehicles, right? And you can say, oh, I didn't have the money. I don't have the time. Like, whatever, dude. Like, I fucking, you know, quit my broke-ass job. All right, no, I, you know, quit my really good-paying job to become broke-ass, to go into credit card debt for $37,000, which only took three and a half years, two and a half, three and a half, I forget exactly, to dig myself out of that and not go bankrupt um, using, you know, obviously the profits of my gyms, sold my gym, like, Okay, then you start getting some cash, then you can start rolling into different uh, investment vehicles, then you can borrow against those investment, those real estate, and then you can take cash out to buy other things. Like you just got to get going, right? So don't compare yourself per se. Just if you've got cash or you don't, don't let that be a uh, limiting factor. You just have to like the only limit that you really have is your own creativity, um, which I think is all the more reason to be listening to a podcast like this or various other personal finance or various other uh, amazing podcasts out there, so much free content to keep your brain moving about, you know, what is possible versus uh, a thought like, oh, I can't afford it, or I don't have the money. And that just squashes your creativity, right? So a little bit longer of a podcast today, but I think it's really important for you to, to maybe at least be uh, <laughs> sitting next to me in my brain about how, uh, how I personally have gone about continuing to um, create progress and to navigate like my own self-sabotaging, um, not self-sabotaging, but my, my conflicting values, right? So I by no means have it all figured out, nor will I ever, but I'm certainly committed to the path of never ending and like continuous improvement, if you will, Right. So if you're along with me on that idea um, and you're a student of life, then hopefully you've gotten something valuable out of this podcast and you just keep, like I said, you just keep chucking away, keep working on things, keep looking for little hacks of how to improve processes or make things a little bit easier to make a little bit more income make, you know, without you having to trade your time for it. Because that's, that's really, really, really the difference between 
the lower the middle class and those of the of the truly wealthy is that they don't trade their time for money as cliche as it sounds um and if that's not on your you know wish list then cool like it doesn't need to be it is for me like i don't want to be tied to to anything i want to have my freedom i want to be making i want to be when I pass away, I want to have things set up to where I'm continually making more and more money every single year. I don't want to like set things up to where I have a limited amount of income and I have to budget. I want to be continually working and then I pass that along to my future generations uh, with the know-how, with the understanding of how to run businesses, how to work with people, how to set up processes, how to offer really valuable products, Right. So that's kind of the vision that I have behind the the lifestyle I'm creating, which I think is a really important part of the whole concept of becoming kings. It's like, what type of lifestyle do you really ultimately want to create? And I want to have my time to fucking be outside and to work out and to be active and spend time with my loved ones, all the things that I've mentioned already, right? Learn new things. Um, Take dancing lessons or singing lessons or horseback riding lessons or just learn new things. I think it's so important to to be a student of life, like I said, to where you never, ever stop learning. You never, ever stop growing. And uh, I'm committed to my last, you know, dying breath <laughs> here on this planet. That's, that's the type of man that I'm going to be uh, or that's the type of man I have been and that I'm, that I'm committed to being. And I would be surprised if that's not something that you and I have in common. Otherwise, you wouldn't really be listening to a podcast like this. So I hope you got some good ideas. I hope this got your wheel turning. Your wheel, your one wheel. (laughs) Your your one wheel or your many wheels turning. Um, And if you have like business ideas or you want to like shoot the shit or uh, like run some ideas, I mean, like, you like this idea, but something's not totally in alignment, and you're kind of like, ah, oh, I love this idea. I've been kicking this idea around for years, but I haven't been taking action. Like, that's that's a signpost right there, bro, that you need some outside support. Maybe someone who's not so emotionally tied to your ideas uh, or maybe can see your blind spots, like I said. That's why I continually keep investing in coaches and, and therapists for myself, which I have right now, to help me keep looking at... Uh, all the, the various sides of the coin. <laughs> and so if I know I'm not creating the progress or the momentum that I ultimately want, then that means there's something that I don't realize uh, or that I can't identify. I realize it. I just don't, I can't identify what it is that's really keeping me back. And typically it's fear of some kind. Um, that's why it's so important to get a third party or a freaking community worth of, uh, of viewpoints, which is what I have with the, uh, with the brotherhood. So, if you want to jump in with my brotherhood, uh, which is free online, um, or you want to, you know, shoot me an email, slip into my DMs, <laughs> whatever, I'm here. I'm a resource. It, it really only comes down to you and whether or not you have the courage to actually say hello or actually ask a question because I will respond. So there you have it. Thanks for listening to the Becoming Kings podcast. I'll catch up with you on the next episode. Take care. That's it for this one, and I want to thank you for listening. Hey, if you got some good ideas from this episode and you want more, 
please feel free to subscribe to the podcast. And if you think others may benefit from it also, share it on social media and tag me in your post so I can say hey. It would also mean a lot to me if you felt inclined to write a review of the show on Apple Podcasts since I read every single one of them. And if you've got any questions or topics that you'd like to recommend or really just anything that you think I could improve upon, man, I thrive on constructive feedback. So hit me up with an email at podcast at johnnyking.com. Oh, and feel free to also subscribe to my YouTube channel, connect with me on LinkedIn, and follow me on Instagram at Johnny King and on Facebook at facebook.com backslash Johnny King Men's Coach. Thanks again for joining me. I'll catch you next time.